everyone, my name is Lean, and we're here for a first time with a video podcast. Um, we hope you like it, and today we have two special guests, Lupe and uh, Buddy. Uh, how are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm doing well, and it's an honor to be on the show. We, it's our pleasure having you on the show. Cool. So Buddy is um, a, an alumni. Um, he was an electrical engineering student, and he is doing his BS and MS uh, program mm -hmm. right now. Uh, do you want to add, add to it? Yeah, um, so my name is Buddy Agumba. I graduated March of 2023. I mean, 2022, sorry, uh, the years. So I graduated yeah, March of 2022. Um, with a BS degree in electrical engineering with a focus on communication and signal processing. Um, I worked at TTP as a peer mentor and lead data mentor during my time here. Uh, got to do a lot of research. So um, after I spent some time in industry, I decided to come back and continue my education. So I enrolled in the BS plus MS program and I'm having a lot of fun and I'm just here to share my experience with you guys. It's great to have you back. Uh, it's really, really nice to see you back in the TTP. I've also worked with Buddy um, for a whole year. So or two quarters yeah. specifically, um, but it was a great pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I'm always proud to say like, oh, I have Buddy as a friend <laughs> cool. and as a resource that I can use and talk to from time to time. Yep. Then we have Lupe, do you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Lupe. I've been here in the College of Engineering supporting transfer students for some time. And so now we have a space where we can come together and look to our alumni. And I'm so glad that Buddy's here and that you guys have such a good relationship together. So thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for stopping by today um, and being part of the podcast. Uh, uh, starting off, we want to, our main theme for this week uh, is going to be pushing through and uh, just uh, your experience with how you got from community college, which community you transferred from, and once you got here to UCR, what are some of the obstacles that you faced and um, how you push through them in mm -hmm. a sense mm -hmm. like I know for me every person they have their own different obstacles and how they push th through them would be different from one person to another but uh, today we want to know more about you mm -hmm. and as an electrical engineering student going into your BS and MS program how did it all and how did you choose to do your oh we'll go into that later but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of questions I know I've thrown at you <laughs> no, no we can take it step by step okay so um yeah so basically uh you know, I'm a non-traditional student in all sense of the word. Mm -hmm. um, so my first obstacle was just was finishing community college. There were so many times, you know, that I started, mm -hmm. maybe took one or two classes, didn't go back for a while. Um, I really made the decision to really go back to school and focus in 2016. Um, so that's when I went back to community college and just, you know, I didn't have a car at the time. So I was taking the bus a lot. So those things were important, you know, mm -hmm. knowing the bus transportation and the routes and I was going to I was just taking a lot of classes to catch up and then like when I was supposed to transfer I just got really burnt out of school <laughs> and I and I kind of pulled back a little bit I was supposed to transfer in 2018 so I pulled back from school a little bit mm -hmm. uh, to do you know focus on myself so that was another obstacle I had to push through mm -hmm. then I ended up returning back um, 2019 finished up my last uh, few classes for like physics, you know, 202 electricity, okay. magnetism, you know, multivariable calculus, finished those classes, finally transferred, got accepted into UCR. It was so excellent when I got into UCR. <laughs> um, then I got accepted into the Summer Bridge to Research program, which was something that UCR was offering. Um, this allowed me to, uh, even before 
I took classes in the summer, you know, work, be on campus, understand what the campus is about, uh, create community and create friends because other students who transferred were also inside of the program. I got professional development. I got to make connections with, uh, uh, with lab PIs, with other lab PIs and my own PI. So I got to do research and it was, mm -hmm. and I was paid like stacks, like five bands, you know? So that was dope. 2,500 first half, 2,500 second half. I won the best uh, presentation award. Um, so it was just, thank you, thank you. So that was dope. Like that was really fun. And then school started and then I was like, I was just riding that wave. But um, I don't know, I really wasn't prepared for like the quarter shift from semester to quarter. So, and, and I didn't, ironically enough, I didn't even come to TTP. I didn't even use TTP. It was like they paid me and I ditched them. You know, I don't know why. It's cold, Lupe like, kept, you yeah. dry. I know. That was, and that was, that was a huge reason, a huge part of, you know, why I struggled so much in the first quarter was I didn't use my resources. Mm -hmm. I tried to do it alone um, and I didn't do well. And then I failed, ended up failing two classes and getting that letter that's like, oh, if you don't change your grade, we're going to kick you out. So then I was... I was I was very like yeah, that's real. like like worried like man I, I worked this hard just to get mm -hmm. this far just to not make mm -hmm. it so then I really tightened up game you know tightened myself up re, you know reached out to my resources reached out to Lupe reached out to other people in the center they gave me advice as far as time management because you know I was commuting at the time and there were other students that were commuting and other students who had families because I have a family I have kids I have a wife you know I have other things on my table too. So once they gave me the advice and I started using my resources, I started doing mm -hmm. really well, really well, really well. Um, I still was able to maintain my relationship with uh, my lab PI, so I'm able to continue research, um, still continue research that came with a lot of perks. And then, um, then I graduated and then I was looking for a job. And then I realized, oh man, uh, maybe I should have paid a little bit more attention in my classes. I mean, I graduated with a good GPA, but still, like, I didn't really internalize the information. I didn't make it a part of me. I just did what I needed to do to pass. So it was in and out. So when I was interviewing for jobs and they were saying, oh, these are what they were going to uh, uh, what they were gonna interview me on, mm -hmm. I had to really go back to my notes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Side note, should have used the Career Center when I was about to graduate and went there and had them interview prepare me. So I wouldn't yeah. have done it on my own, which is a big thing about knowing what your resources are so that when you have these obstacles, you know what to do. You're not taking it on your own. So then I finally did that. Um, got denied a whole bunch of jobs, uh, like, but I kept applying. Really was feeling bad because like, once you go through interviews and it seems that they like you and then they tell you no, and then it's like, it oh hurts. man, like, like, why? Like, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I finally got a, a job. It was an excellent job. And then I went into the place and I realized that I was really unprepared for the job. I felt like imposter syndrome. Um, I wasn't, maybe I was being too hard on myself, but I wasn't like, I guess I expected myself to just be like, oh yeah, this is definitely how you fix the problem. This is what you do. You basically do this. And that wasn't really realistic, right? But um, I had a great team at Amazon who, who I worked with, who supported me, who always answered my questions. But it just kind of felt weird too, because like, you know, there wasn't a lot of people who looked like me, who were from my background, you know. So just finding that mentorship that, you know, that I needed, you know, at my first job was kind of mm -hmm. difficult as well. And I kind of felt isolated in that a little bit, you know. But um, so it, that was like an obstacle, but I pushed through, still gave 100%. Um, then I came back to school and now it's like uh, still managing my family. Imagine being broke because, you know, I'm back at school and now I'm broke, you know. <laughs> Uh, well, not broke, but I'm not making yeah. industry money, you know, so, ah, you know, <laughs> so I'm managing that. So, yeah, uh, that's kind of like my synopsis of my roadmap, I think. I love how you kind of summarized all of it together and you gave us a quick 
Mm-hmm. Um, breeze through mm-hmm. and honestly just you saying all of that kind of ref- reflecting back on it it's like uh i'm really happy that i've worked with you and it kind of gave me like a heads up mm-hmm. on what to expect and then now you telling me like oh when you got into the industry because i'll be going to this industry very soon and it's like kind of knowing what to expect because I, I was like yeah i mean i have a good gpa but when i get there how is it really gonna be is what i learned mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like yeah i'm gonna apply that but honestly for the most part i might even not remember most of it <laughs> so um having as you said someone to talk to and referring back a mentor at the job finding mm-hmm. people that you can connect with is uh, a good essential to have yes um going back to like i know you've transferred here in 2019 right? yes um and then the pandemic hit right after yes. would that be like one of the big obstacles that you faced or faced or was it like other people who thought that the pandemic was um actually a, a support or something that helped them uh, uh for me the pandemic it was both right because there's nothing like studying with people mm-hmm. physically right like when you're in an environment where everyone is learning um, it kind of gets your juices flowing to move, mm-hmm. right? Like, so when you're just at home and you're in the same scenery, it's hard to really motivate yourself. Yeah, we were we were trying as a team at TTP as much as we could mm-hmm. to get people on, you know, together online during Zoom. But you know, all the other social factors, like what's your personal life like? Like, you know, what's yeah. it like at home? What are your finances? You know, what's the medical situation with people in your family? So that was really difficult, and just um, staying motivated in that time was extremely difficult uh and i leaned a lot on my resources i leaned on my team i leaned on Mm -hmm. you guys i leaned on lupe um i was i leaned on you know people that i mentored and asked them hey what are you guys doing to stay motivated and i started doing like the tomato technique which is like 20 minutes of studying (laughs) you know 10 minute break yeah i think the pompadour what is pomodoro pomodoro technique yeah Yeah, i started doing that and i got that from a guy named chris who i mentored who was a ce you know so Mm. um that was, you know, a lot of these things were, you know, it was difficult, but I think the most important thing is to find what your passion is. Like, what, why did you start, why are you in engineering? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it take to build that passion and then work with that and put that in your focus during those tough times? Um, that's why I really feel like the internship, that's why I feel like I wish I would have done internships in the summer instead of taking more classes because, you know, even though I went to Amazon and I felt like I was underprepared, just the stuff that I was doing mm-hmm. was so cool and I was so hands-on with it. It made me like, all right, now I'm going back to school. Okay, now this is where I'm going to apply this at. Like, I really got to see it. I mean, the labs are cool, mm-hmm. but the labs are kind of like, you, you just know it's not, you just feel like it's not a, as big as, you know, working in an industry. When you see the robots, you see million dollars worth of equipment, mm-hmm. you see deadlines and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you almost say that it's almost kind of like getting uncomfortable with not knowing and pushing through the unknown? Because a lot of the times you were in spaces that you didn't know how to navigate the college experience, how to navigate the university, how to navigate finding a job, what that looks like in the interview, being in the workforce and the industry, and then coming back. So how often would you say you're in the space of pushing through uncomfortable, unknown territory? I mean, all the time, right? Like, <laughs> like all the time. But, and it's, it's such a tough thing because it's like, how do you balance that? How do you mm-hmm. use that? Um, how you remain realistic, mm-hmm. right, with that, and then use that as fuel, right? Like, 
you know, um, you know, being African American, you know, I look. So, I mean, there was times where I would look at my class like, damn, I'm the only black kid in here. Like, I know, I know, race yeah. is not like the center, but it 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 is a point because people yeah. find community with those yeah. who are alike, yeah. you know, initially, and then once they feel space, once they feel safe in that space through mutual contact, looking, then they branch out mm-hmm. and then they start being, you know, willing to, you know, open and connect with others. And then when you don't see that, it's it becomes such a big barrier because you know uh, when different ethnicities or different cultures meet, there's different communication mm-hmm. styles. Yeah. There's different, uh, you know, social cues that other people may not be hip to. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was always, that's just an example of just one kind of space. But but it's like, like I'm saying, like you gotta lean on your resources. You gotta know where your resources at. You gotta come to your team. You gotta find people who you feel comfortable in confiding to to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. And, you know, and take their advice and heed their advice. Get that off your shoulders and you know try to push forward remember again what you're here for what your goals are you know maybe if your goal is too big maybe you need to you know chop it up into yeah. smaller goals you know and maybe just take that piece off but just always be dynamic mm-hmm. in your in your approach to things to try not to get static always be willing to change and adjust mm-hmm. That's great advice. I definitely kind of feel or relate to the part where you, uh, being like the only Muslim in the class or the only hijabi in the class between a lot of guys. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm not really in the right spot, you know? Mm -hmm. But the thing that kept me pushing um, specifically is that I'm like, I'm just doing it for me. uh, And I'll just continue Mm -hmm. pushing through no matter what others say Mm -hmm. or what other people think. if you have your end goal right there and you just push through it, you're just like, I'm going to get there whether people like it or not. I'm, I'm going to do it for me. Yes. I'm not doing it for other people. Yes. So, And you're um, doing it. I am. I'm yes. almost graduating. Yes. So. Yes. Excellent. And you, Excellent. Have, uh, you have offers lined up too, Lane, so you can yeah. put in the work. Let's <laughs> yeah. not so, forget. Um, honestly, I know sometimes it's hard to continue from my personal like experience. Um, it might be sometimes you'll find things that stop you or like kind of add I don't know uh, bumps Momentum, to your way yeah. mm-hmm. and you're like okay maybe this is not for me but um, just take the time stop reflect see why you started it again what why did you start it what is your end goal from it and why are you continuing so mm-hmm. um, that's my personal way of like okay I need to take that step back and then that gives you the momentum again to like push through and you're like I don't see anyone I just see my end goal right yes. there so yeah, um, yeah. Definitely. You, can always, you can always reset your mental frame mm-hmm. like you can you have the right to reset like okay let me take a breathe let me look at what I'm doing and change it at any time you can always reset that part you know like yeah. like you don't have to just stay stuck doing the same pattern mm-hmm. you know you can do that that's possible exactly yeah. so i have a question regarding your your job experience and what was that experience like for you and what was like what are some key lessons that then motivated you to say okay now i see the picture of coming back to graduate school and being able to apply that and finding those learning lessons um key moments i would say is like uh knowing that Everybody there doesn't, like, there's teams there, right? People ask other people for questions, right? Like, I mean, other people for help from different teams, like, um, and that it's a collaborative experience and that it's, it's good to really know who you're working with and who you're around because whenever I didn't have a question or I needed a supply, because I worked in a lab, so sometimes things would go missing, equipment mm-hmm. would go, I'd be looking for equipment or we couldn't find equipment or mm-hmm. we needed help doing certain things. 
um, I could always go to somebody and they'd be like, oh, well, go to John. John knows this or John mm-hmm. could get that. So that's a big thing is just, you know, you know, I feel like when you get into the workplace, try to know who's who, you know, and develop friends with people in different departments. Don't say, oh, because I don't work with them. Mm-hmm. Like if you see somebody carrying a huge box or something, walk over to them and help them, you know, take yeah. the box to their department and ask them what they do because you never know when, you know, you might need their resources mm-hmm. or their connection to get a job done because, you know, your boss might give you something that's you don't even know how to do, right? And then so you need somebody with more experience um, to do that. And I, I found a mentor there. His name was Conrad, uh, older dude. He's, he's always chop it up. He's the reason why I got, like, my general amateur radio license. I ended up getting a drone license due to him. So it was, like, cool. I learned about drones. It's, like, just my career path. Because I would just meet people at my job yeah. and older people and ask them. And I would just ask them, like, um, hey, do you think a PhD is worth it? Like, do you have a master's? Mm-hmm. Like, people in industry. And they would give me their honest opinions from different sides. So, I mean, I'm that, I'm that kind of person. Maybe you, other people may not be just so free and willing to, you know, talk to people one-on-one. But I think that when you get into industry, the professionals who you work with, they want to give you that information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They want to share it with you. They, mm-hmm. It's just nobody, ever, nobody probably never really asks them, or maybe everyone around them has the same very, you know, same about same level of experience and yeah. knowledge. So they're growing from each, so they're learning from each other, not really imparting. So you know, if you're young in the industry, and just ask, you know, yeah. they want to share, they want to share their experience. They want to, you know, get you up there. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, do you have any other questions? Yeah. Um, we are going to open it for people who ask questions on Instagram. Um, okay. We posted on Instagram and we're like, we're going to have our guest buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone had questions. So. People want to know. People want to know about buddy. <laughs> are you right, ready for touch. this? I'm ready. Hit me. Um, so one of, the, one of the questions that has been asked is, what advice does, do you have for transfers who feel out of place? Ooh, um, um, I definitely felt out of place. Um, one thing is to be brave. I would, the first thing is like, okay, first know that you have value because you're here, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like that's the value in, because, and you're here because you put yourself here. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody pulled you out of bed and brought you to school right you put in the work to get here Mm -hmm. so that's why you have value because you put that in yourself Mm -hmm. right so you're here because you're supposed to be just know that right secondly be brave because you know there's others who may feel that way Mm -hmm. and you know and there's others who do feel that way i felt that way so you're not alone that's the second thing and the third thing is use that bravery to put yourself in the place where you want to be yes you have to do it you have to even if it's a small thing like speaking up a little bit, like, and you gotta, sometimes you gotta plan the way you speak up. Like, <laughs> like if you're, like, for example, right, um, my PI, right, I had a, we, our relationship wasn't the best, and there were some subjects that I wanted to bring up to him, um, and it was very uncomfortable for me because of his authoritative figure in my eyes and who I was, but I really planned out what I wanted to say, how I wanted to address it. And that gave me the comfort to approach it. So even if you gotta like write out what, if you be an engineer, right? You say this, these are all the possible responses this person could give me. <laughs> this is not, even if you gotta take that time to do that, to put yourself in that space until you work up the courage to be more natural and flowing, you know, do that, mm-hmm. you know, but you have to, you have to be the one to put yourself in that place because you deserve to be there. Yes. That's the first thing I say. Beautiful, I love that. Honestly, nicely worded. Thank and I, I would go by it too. Um, 
And another question that we've got is, do you have any tips on figuring out if a company is right fit for you or not? Mm. Oh, that's a big one. Do I have any tips on figuring out if a company is right for you? Um, well, I would say first you need to know what your values are, mm -hmm. what you want from a company, right? Because I'm just going to say, number one, we, we studied at UCR, great engineering school. Um, I got a lot of interviews from people just because I'm from UCR, I think. like, yeah. And just the, a lot of opportunities that UCR has with different industries. Big industries come here. And people that I, you know, you'll, you'll find that people who you go, who you graduate with, they'll get top secret security clearances working here or they'll mm -hmm. do this here. So um, the jobs are there because we provide, as engineers, we provide a very needed skill. Mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, the U.S. is always trying to advance itself technologically in the world is. So you're needed and not a lot of people do it. So just know that you intrinsically have value because of the time and the, what you chose to study, right? Mm -hmm. um, so once you know, like, what are your values and what you want, then you can be choosy about the companies, yes. right? Like, you don't, you don't have to take the company that, that come gets you unless you want to, right? You can yeah. say, you can really map out the goal of what company you want and see what they're looking for and then match your skills with that, you know, if that's how you want. want. Or, you know, there's Reddits or, you know... Um, you could contact people who work from the company on LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm thinking about working at your company. What is it like? You know, and just based on them and other responses, you can figure that out. But uh, I would say the most important thing is just know what you want in the company and then find the company that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, because eventually you want to work in a place that you like and enjoy. It's not something that you're going to do for a couple of years or so um, after graduation, for the most part, you're mm -hmm. gonna probably be working in the same sector for a long time. So being comfortable adds more to your happiness, to just the worth of what you're doing uh, in general, because money comes and goes, but uh, yeah. your happiness in your life doesn't really. So uh, we got another question. Are you ready for this I'm one? I'm ready for that, yeah. <laughs> What's the main difference between going for a bachelor's and a master's degree? Oh, okay. Um... The positive, I feel like, is that in the masters with the professors that I had, they seem a little bit, they seem more passionate, more when they're teaching you, because they know that you're really here because you want to be here. They know that you're paying. So I think that they're a little, from just the professors I've had, they're just a little bit more passionate, a little bit more into it, give mm -hmm. much more detail, right? Um, the difference is that in undergrad, like, they really hold your hand, you guys. They really like wrap it out for you guys. And, it, it, and you know what's crazy? They're holding your hand, but it's still tough, right? It is, <laughs> it's it still is. hard. It's good <laughs> to be hard. Yeah, it's good to be hard. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but they really, so in the masters, right? Like you have to be motivated. Like you have to read the text. You really have to study before class. You really have to, you know, drive yourself to get the knowledge. Like just kind of. Being there and kind of going through is not, Emotions. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be enough, you know, like you, you got to ask the questions, you got to meet with the professor during the office hours and have him clarify the thing because what you're trying to do is you're trying to master a technique, yes. mm -hmm. a certain specialty, you know, and what that really means, like, yeah, you could get the paper, right? But I mean, what that really means is that you need to know much more deeply about this specific area yes. than the general body of engineering. Yeah. And that's going to take intrinsic motivation. That's not just going to be something that someone could just do mm -hmm. on the board and then you just accept it. No, you have to, you know, you have to feed yourself. 
So it, the road gets more narrow, right? Yes. So your bachelor's is a little bit broader. It's generalized. You have general education courses. Your master's, you begin to narrow down the focus of really being the expert to say in mm -hmm. that field mm -hmm. and in that area. So you kind of have a little bit more focus. And then the PhD, it's like that one question, that one solution that you are the only mm -hmm. person that has studied that, right? Because mm -hmm. you're doing all this literature review to make sure that nobody else has really tapped into that. That's where your professor and your PIs really come into the picture. So it's really about building up and narrowing as you go up because you're getting to be more expert in that specific field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just want to add more too. That's definitely true. And also the character and personal growth that comes with accomplishing these things. <laughs> Let him know. Right? Let him know. Buddy. Right? Because when I was, because I started, you know, I didn't go the traditional route. So I noticed a change in my personality mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. not having a bachelor's to having a bachelor's, yep. right? Like the way that I approach problems, how much more focused and diligent I was, how much persistent I was. I got that from going through the bachelor's process, right? Mm -hmm. And then the master's, is another level of growth, yes. you know, and I've seen it in other people who I know who have gotten, who did the bachelor's and just went straight to the master's, like, you know, a friend of mine, Adrian, like, they're just, you just kind of, um, you just grow and develop as a person, you know, in a different way. And in the PhD, I can only imagine because of what it takes to actually get the PhD. Like, they don't give these things out, you know okay. what I'm saying? So it gotta, it's going to change you in the process. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, totally. Um, kind of following up on that question, mm -hmm. um, would you recommend going to, into master's right away after your bachelor's or would you recommend uh, joining the industry and then going to master's or having at least, because um, I know you said like having the internship experience really changed your bachelor's or how you viewed your bachelor's, would you also recommend that for master's? Or like? You know, I would recommend this, right? I would recommend first, like when you come into, when you come to UCR, try to get in the lab, mm -hmm. right? So you get the research. In the summer, try to get an internship so you get both. I think that, because all I really had was research. I knew I wanted a graduate degree mm -hmm. um, because of the research, but, but I didn't know. But the thing is, I was like, oh, I don't want to go to school that long, right? Because I, I think that was because I didn't have the industry knowledge. Because mm -hmm. yeah. it just felt like I'm just sitting in a class and people are yelling at me. <laughs> and I gotta, we're not yelling, but like people are telling me stuff. They're throwing stuff in my face. And I got to remember and pass this test. I'm like, I got to do this for another four years just to get a PhD, right? But mm -hmm. the, having the industry after I got it was like, okay, this is the motivation because this is the where they're really applying it. They're really applying it in groundbreaking things. So I, my advice is try to get experience in both in undergrad mm -hmm. if you really can, right? So that you can really make that decision for mm -hmm. yourself. If you don't have both, um, it's going to be tough. Unless you're just one of the people who just know. Like, maybe you like, bred to be a PhD. Maybe, like, maybe like undergrad is just a waste of your time. And you just got to do it. And you're just doing it to feed people. But um, you, if you, and you just know, like, I really want this, then, yeah, for sure. If you know, then you know, you yeah, know. But yeah. if you don't know, um, try to. And even if you do know, still do it so that you have the experience behind the thought. You know, you mm -hmm. have the experience behind it. So that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. that's, that's really good. Um, okay. Since we're coming to a time crunch right now, I just mm -hmm. wanted to, to end it um, with a question. Okay. If you can go back in time, would you change anything in the process that you've w went through or... Um, any advice to students who transferred over in general? Um, your last word. Okay, okay. Go for it. 
Um, <clears throat> if I could go back in time, would I change? Nah, because I wouldn't. If I took it back, I wouldn't have this game. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the game. You know that I got from it that I'm not gonna uh, that I wouldn't part with. Um, but what I would tell myself is. Um, just try to do the things that you know you should do sooner. <laughs> right? Like, I think, that, I think that everyone has a conviction in themselves about what they should be doing and how they should be doing it. And um, try to find a way to get that done so that you don't really, like, beat yourself down about it. And, like, use your resources. Really use your resources. If, whenever you get time, explore the campus. Mm -hmm. See what's on the campus. See what's really going on. Because when you leave, it's like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this or I wish mm -hmm. I would have went here or I wish I would have been a part of it. Just really take in and enjoy the moment yeah. because it's so short. It's so impactful. And there's and it's a lot to just it's more than just like studying and just getting the A. It's also about the friends, the communication, mm -hmm. the personal development, what you do. Um, so just know your resources and use your resources like make that that's more important than anything mm -hmm. i think i totally agree with that mm -hmm. uh, for transfer students you have two years three years in a university and you want to make the most of it um so whatever you said i was like um <laughs> i'm graduating i feel this i yeah. feel this on a personal level too so <laughs> thank you for sharing that um, cool cool yeah thanks for having me it was great it was, it was a pleasure great. having you too yep. So y'all can reach out to me. I come to the TTP Center anytime. Um, just let them know, hey, buddy here. They'll let me know. If, if you don't see me, then I'll come and we could, uh, you know, chop it up, whatever. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Thank you, buddy. I Thank appreciate you. your time. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll continue to bring you back for more events. Cool, cool. All right. Sounds good. So, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Have a good day. You too. <laughs>